Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of $15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Radio voice of the Super Bowl, Kevin Harlan, is going to join us coming up at uh, 9.30. We'll hear the entire Westwood crew, which includes Concert Chris from this building that is out there being a pest, working for uh, Westwood One. <laughs> so Kevin will join us coming up at uh, 9.30. You know, you look at like some players that could be in line to win their first Super Bowl title or uh, some of the Eagles and Chiefs that could be in line to win their second then there is the most random players that are on rosters. How about Melvin Gordon could win a Super Bowl ring with the Chiefs? You guys all remember Melvin wow. Gordon? Oh, yeah. It's time with the Chargers and the Broncos. He is on the Chiefs practice squad. Then mm. he's going to get a ring. How about that? Well, I like your confidence. Well, I'm not ready to go there yet. I'm still breaking it down on if the Chiefs put a safety in the middle of the field, what will it do to Jalen Hurts if he has to go to a secondary region? You know, Jimmy's, uh, Jimmy's already said he's anticipating a, a tough Monday, which means that would that the Chiefs would win. Well, when I said tough Monday, I actually was referring to the lack of sleep because it's not like oh. I'm going to go straight to bed after oh, the okay. Super Bowl. Like, it's a big cup of coffee. Like were, No, 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 that was showing, tying in. thought you were showing your dismay because you didn't want to see the Chiefs. I've accepted up. it. Okay. There'll be a parade Tuesday. It'll be a little warmer than it was Why the last time. Why are you doing time. this? Just avoid Friday because it's uh, we're heading out there next Friday. Where? Oh, Kansas City. Oh, it won't be ne- Friday. next weekend. No, no, yeah. no, no. When did they do it? Last time they did they it on, on a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, mm. that's right. Because yeah, it was god awfully cold there. So. I remember. Yeah, it was <laughs> okay. A majority of those guys were they were warm. They, they don't remember a lot nope. of that party. They have to go to YouTube to see uh, Patrick Mahomes almost fall off the stage. Yep. Uh, or uh, Travis Kelsey's. That's the sign of a good celebration Legendary. when you don't really remember it. It's like a wedding reception. You've got to go back and hope that the videographer captured all the highlights. Better than Brady the year after. That was, that was just embarrassing. I, you know, I, for one, I appreciated uh, Surly, Surly Tom. Surly Tom was a that's, a... that's a TV 12 I can get behind. That's an everyday man right there. How many times have we, uh, you know, maybe came out of a bar with your arm around a buddy because... Oh, I'm not uh, judging. Because you're a little wobbly, whether it's the sea legs or not. You're a little wobbly. I, I just like, ah, there you go, buddy. Yeah. Good for you. The uh, local news here is showing, you know, back in the summer they had that deal uh, where uh, one one group of people, a family, attacked another with fireworks. This is the first time I've seen the extended video. That is some bat-blank crazy stuff that was going on. Wow. Hope they play the family feud like they, like they got, under it. They got people brawling in the streets of Omaha, and then others are shooting fireworks yeah. at each other. That's <laughs> wow, the first time I've seen like the extended version of that video. My God! Did you ever have bottle rocket fights growing up? <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. So, what the hell were we thinking? So, well, and then I stopped because I was at a Fourth of July party in 
we almost had an incident where it, wrong? it went zipping by a guy's ear and burned off part of his ear. Oh. But he used to put bottle rockets on, you know those uh, styrofoam airplanes you could make? Yep. You would yeah. hook a bunch of bottle rockets to that and then throw the plane and <laughs> see where it would go. And then the plane would explode. Yeah. Yeah. Those were things you did yeah. when you were much younger and then you realized, man. How stupid it Somebody was. could get hurt. Yeah. And then you grew up and you became an adult, kind of. Yeah. We used to have bottle rocket wars over at uh, Harvey Oaks. Uh, It was a Millard North versus Millard South thing. And the fact that nobody ever got even like remotely injured was a gosh dang miracle. Drank out of the hose and yeah. (laughs) Excuse me? Uh, Hose water was always good. Yeah. Yeah, hose water? No, no, no. I I lived in a a bougie suburb, (laughs) ma'am. We'd hooked it up. We'd hook it up to the fountains. Oh, like there was no like football practice. We were not picking up the hose and just. Oh taking no, not turns. not during football practice. No, we just meant in general. No, just yeah, like when you're outside and you know you're messing around this, you know, with you know water. For I guess kids. you didn't grow up in Flint, Michigan, or Jackson, Mississippi. No, okay. <laughs> uh, no, that otherwise I probably wouldn't be here right now. I would uh, I would have many many health issues, yeah. or a really strong immune system, mm-hmm. or that. So part of LeBron breaking the record last night and Kareem in attendance, sitting courtside, still really awkward. <laughs> like this jacket, though. Sweet. I mean, yeah. Kareem always is, is well-dressed. It just, I know, they kept showing him on the camera. It's just, he's a guy that never showed emotion. What do they expect him yeah. to do? And then the camera is like right in your face. Right, and he knew, yeah. But I'm glad they showed highlights <clears throat> of when he broke it. Which still is one of the craziest things in how things have changed, whether in the NBA or in Salt Lake City compared to Vegas. <laughs> that in 1984, back in the early 80s, the Jazz, to make money, would play 11 games a year in Vegas at the Thomas and Mack Center. Which, unfortunately, kind of still looks the same mm-hmm. uh, 40 years later. They haven't done much to the building. Uh, and it's still, when the rodeo was in there in December... It, that smell lingers for a long time. That's just a little that. personal thing. Did a game there recently, and yeah. the smell is still prevalent after the rodeo. <laughs> but that mm. that can you imagine if you were playing for the Jazz? Now, the world, like Salt Lake City, with the Mormons and what you can and can't do in Salt Lake City is much different compared to 1984. Salt Lake City is actually... A, I, I, I like the city. It's All-Star a, Weekend's there next week. Yeah, it, it, it's... It's a very progressive city. It's you know, there's a lot to see there. You go, you go skiing. You mm-hmm. you know, you go to Park City. And, you know, but in 1984, it was pretty buttoned down. Can you imagine if you were playing for the Jazz back then, and you got those 11 games in Vegas like your outlet? Oh my God! And even Vegas. I mean, Vegas back in '84 compared to now is completely sure. different. But think about you're stuck in Salt Lake yeah. City. And there's not a lot you can do, and all of a sudden you're like, "Well, we got 11 games we're playing yeah. in, in Las Vegas." Oh, those things are circled. I would love to know the stories about that too. To talk to former jazz players and say, "Okay, just completely candid, what happened? Who did what? Who got into what kind of trouble? The things that we don't know about, because I guarantee you there are dozens, if not hundreds, of stories that would be fantastic." Was Bart Kofod, uh, the former Omaha West Side product, went to Hastings, went to Kearney. His career ended with a punch. Would he have been? Uh, he wasn't on the. He was because he was still. Yeah, he was still in college. 
mm-hmm. back in 84. But he began his career with the Jazz. And I, I don't know, at the end of the 80s, I think at the end of the 80s, they were still playing in Vegas. Oh, we need to reach out. I just want stories. Yeah. I want stories. former assistant coach for uh, Mike Tebow with the Omaha Racers. Who are, right, going to be in the Omaha Sports Hall of Fame? The Omaha Omaha Racers? Racers, Yeah. Or at least one of their teams? Their championship team? I believe so. Does that mean Legs is coming back? Was Legler on that one? Uh, I think so. Okay. Just a random Omaha Racers thought there. It's uh, too bad we do not have, like, a any connection around here that's actually playing that they could have a racers throwback night where yeah. they would wear the uniforms yeah. of the racers. You go back to the, uh, Wait, the concession would, prices as well. Would Omaha Crate never do that? <clears throat> that would be so cool. People, I, out, that'd be awesome. People outside of here or the CBA, you know, diehards would not get it. Right. And they'd be like, this is random. Oh, yeah. Imagine Omaha playing like Western Illinois, and they come in and they're like, what the hell are these guys wearing? Who the hell are the racers? Oh, but you would have... And not the Murray State one. You'd have a, a pretty decent pocket of fans that would not only embrace that, but I think you'd get some people that would show up just to see it that maybe don't show up every day. So, see, the only the only really connection around here is uh, Kevin... Cooler was the play-by-play guy, mm-hmm. and Steve Ronspies was the yeah. head trainer. Yep. I don't know that anybody else lives around here that's connected. Man, how old was Kevin during that time? He was young. Wow. He was young, and you're 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 traveling all over the Continental Basketball Association. Yeah. I think it's Steve Eidelman. Man. But there's there no like, I, are the old uniforms stashed away somewhere? They got to be somewhere. Somebody's got to have some. Racer memorabilia. We'll get to have a throwback night. And that, I mean, those colors, I mean, those were distinct, man. Those, those, those aren't just your, your normal colors, too. You got some, you got some pastels there. You got some Easter colors there. I think it'd be so cool. Now, would you have to go with the original length of the uh, shorts as well? Oh, yeah. It'd be complete throwback night. Yeah. And it's too bad you can't just, you know, go back to Exarban Coliseum. I know. One of the best things about Exarban Coliseum, like for CBA games, is, you know, the way it was set up with the stage area yeah. where the locker rooms were. Mm-hmm. So it was behind um, the dudes that would hang out back there. Yeah. And you you could you could get back there and you just hang out. Like I remember one time chatting with Tate George. Really? Remember him from UConn? Yeah. Yeah. John Baylor and I went to a game and he was like, he was like, the only person, he didn't care about the CBA. He didn't care about the racers or yeah. the, he might have played like, ah, oh God, who is like the Quad City Thunder or the Connecticut Pride, one of those teams. Mm-hmm. And Tate George was playing. And that's all JB wanted to do. He wanted to get with Tate George. He wanted to talk to him about the shot. Yeah. Okay. So we went back to where their locker room was. And while the rest of the team is warming up, we're hanging out with Tate George. That's cool. Uh, I just, I remember going to those games as a kid and. Oh, it, it was hey. it was so neat. I mean, Except and you Coliseum know what? was uh, that was a, that was our place. Well, your place. I was a Lincolnite at the time when the Lincoln Stars would come up here and beat the Lancers in there. <laughs> they would. It's true. Or they would get beat by the Lancers. Yep. Because they had the the goofy uh, uh, Zamboni door, which the Lancers knew what that door did with the puck when you dumped it in off the door. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they beat Omaha. They, they beat Lincoln in a key game. 
because uh, they dumped it in, and our goalie went out from, you know, he thought he was going to curve around behind the net, mm-hmm. and it went right Just back out dead. front. Yeah, and, yep. and, and so it was a play. It was a Mike Hastings move. They would dump it in. It would deflect off the Zamboni door yep. corner and go right in front of the net. It's a pretty sweet assist. Yeah, and so, the, so Bo Fritz was the goalie at the time. He goes behind the net wide open, and they sent a guy in on a dump and chase, and he popped it in. <laughs> Cheaters. Hey, that's home ice advantage. Home ice advantage, or boards in this case. Well, you know, we'll have to maybe uh, get a hold of Bart. Yeah, we were. I don't so, even know what he's doing these days. So I'm the youngest uh, of four boys. We were a very, you know, modest income family. You can go to Lancer games, but more than anything, you can go to Racer games. Uh, multiple, like, occasions during a month. And, I mean, it was affordable. You know, we didn't, we didn't have, like, spending limits when we get there, too. I mean... Just from concessions, you know, obviously I wasn't drinking then. Wouldn't have been legal to do that. But yeah, I mean, we would go there all the time. So just like the, the price of it as well, like that's what that's what bothered me about the Omaha Sarban Knights when the Calgary Flames brought that organization in is they, I mean, come on, you're, you're really going to charge $50 for a, a seat at the Civic Auditorium. It was great hockey. Oh yeah, I, I really mean, it was gr- hockey. great hockey. It was amazing hockey, it was but just poorly run yeah. in a relationship with the other two major hockey organizations yeah. in town. Absolutely, it, it was so disappointing because I remember that, like going to racer games, like gosh, this was very affordable. Uh, Hugh says uh, Bart, and maybe Hugh knows Bart, and they went to school at Omaha Westside together. He said he is living in the Charlotte area. He is in, he was involved <laughs> with a nonprofit Christian organization, <laughs> along with Bobby Jones. Really? A former Philadelphia 76er who has uh, coached before. All right. I wonder if he'd be willing to share some stories. Didn't, because uh, the incident when he broke uh, Bobby Hansen's jaw was not in Vegas. The kick, oh, they basically, sure basically that... kicked him out of the uh, NBA. Bobby yeah, Hansen, know, hero of where, uh, I don't know where that was. Game six in 1992 came off the bench to help the Bulls come back to beat the Blazers. Mm-hmm. It's real tough because, you know, Clyde Drexler was apparently better than Michael Jordan, according to Tony Romo. You are a friggin' encyclopedia. I love this. Again, you are a ringer for trivia night of just obscure <laughs> trivia. Yep. Bobby Hansen, let's now. They're down Jimmy, 15 Jimmy, entering the fourth. Jimmy, I'll buy you lunch here. Where did Bobby Hansen go to high school? There's a connection to me here in a weird roundabout way. Somewhere in Iowa? Was it in Fort Myers? No. Okay. This is my youth. Okay. Urbandale? Not quite. We were never really good in basketball. We had a couple of brief moments with uh, Brad Bjorken, who is a great human, who is the head basketball coach at Simpson College in Indianola. Uh, He went to West Des Moines Dowling. Hmm. Dowling. Before he went off to Iowa, and he is still, along with Gary Dolphin, he is the analyst on the uh, basketball broadcast. One of the great names. Des Moines Dowling. West Des Moines Dowling. You got to put some oh, I'm respect sorry. on it. Are they, st- are they still like good in just about every sport? We used to play them in baseball almost every year. Uh, they're still really, the really good in football. Their starting quarterback uh, this past year is going to Penn State. Hmm. Um, basketball. Well, Caitlin Clark went to school there. Yeah. She's, she's, she's okay. Good. Yeah, so Caitlin Clark plays a freshman, and the person I was with said, you know what? You probably want to watch her. She'll be playing at UConn someday. <laughs> and we watched, and I was like, okay, she's not a freshman. Uh, they have. I don't think they've been as good in boys basketball. Now they used to. They used to f- be a juggernaut in wrestling. Um, 
Bob Darrow was their head coach. He's passed on, but West Point Dowling won like, I don't know, 18, 19 straight state titles in the largest class in Iowa. Nice. And then in baseball, they're good. Yeah, they were Yeah, they're, they were tough. They had some dudes. They're essentially good in every That's sport. kind of what I gathered. Yeah. Every time we'd play them, they just look like, they're okay, like, these athletes aren't just like specific to baseball. Yeah, they're like they're, they're basically in Des Moines, West Des Moines, putting Creighton Prep and Scott together. That, that's kind of what we compared yeah. them to, yeah. Like they, they seem like the Des Moines version of Prep. Was a proud freshman at Dowling. And I was like, mm, that's not for me. I just realized, by the way, I do have an Urbandale connection. I got to get your thoughts on during the break. Not me personally, but good former, friend of mine growing up. Former Trist, something like that? Uh, Girlfriend? No. One-nighter? One <laughs> no, through on no a buddy of mine who uh, transferred to Millard South, played basketball. Had an older brother, too, who would probably be around close to your age. Yeah, we're a football school. Yeah. We're a football and baseball school. I just, I just remember a, We used the, to be a softball school. I remember the Jayhawk. Uh, I saw the basketball jerseys. I'm like, what? Yeah. Your brother plays for the for KU? He's like, no, that's Urbandale. Problem is, we're landlocked in, in Urbandale. So unlike Waukee and Johnston, we cannot expand. So we got to recruit really, really well. And so we have this humongous weight room. It's like one of the nicest weight rooms in all of Iowa. Yeah. So we got to recruit really well. Because walk, everybody moves to Waukee and Johnston, and they have a lot of land to grow. Yeah. yeah. I knew this was going to be a problem. I had a plan when I was a senior in high school. I'm like, we're going to be in trouble because we were landlocked. We can't grow anymore. we got to go recruit. No one lets you consolidate? No, Urbandale's a large school. Who are we consolidating with? I don't know. Where Urbandale? I don't know how big Urbandale is. Let me knock on Urbandale. Urbandale stands on I'm its own. I'm just asking. It's a great white flight <laughs> suburb of okay. Des Moines. Here you are complaining about the... The numbers, I'm just saying. Now what? No excuse. The excuse factory is uh, bankrupt. We have to go out and recruit. No excuse. Play like a champion. I got it. Yeah. You have to uh, convince people that uh, getting an education at Urbandale is worthwhile. Okay. Not really, but no, it looks good. All right. Uh, I don't know what that segment was. But did you know that LeBron broke the all-time scoring record? Did a tie back uh, there. There you go. Last night. Heard that. Yes. Yes, he did. And he gave a uh, speech. There's also the part of LeBron and Kobe and others where... Longevity? Not necessarily a good thing. We'll get into that. And, uh, much more. Also, a doubleheader of hoops tonight for uh, Red Nebraska there at Michigan. Blue Nebraska right here on the zone at Seton Hall, uh, which is a very interesting game ahead of UConn, who blitzed Marquette early and often uh, last night. UConn, for the first time in a while, looked very similar to the team that began the year, what, 14-0? and yeah. UConn looked really, really good last night. Uh, and they're next up on uh, Saturday at uh, Creighton. All right, 6.58. A little bit later, Scott Shanley joins us and Kevin Harlan on Mornings with Sharp and Hanley on 1620 The Zone. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.